When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Please stay out there. Thank you for listening to our show. It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn right here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything uh, Halloween. It's almost Halloween. And oh my gosh, are you a ghoul or a goblin or a ghost? I love the word goblin. It's just funny. Goblin core. It's a thing. Goblin. Yes. Uh, so I saw this story on Reddit. It was their Am I the Asshat, I'll just say, uh, section. And it was all about this guy who was complaining that he, a rich guy, who didn't want poor kids trick-or-treating in his affluent neighborhood. Uh, what? And Great, he, he literally asked the question, By that Am I the Asshat? And people were like, absolutely. Yeah. I would like to read the person who says no. Yeah. You know, like, excuse me, how does that not, how do you, not, also, isn't, can we all just agree? Mm-hmm. If you're asking the question, the answer is yes. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes I think some people make stuff up just to get some Reddit. Um, oh, gold. it's Reddit. Of course. Yeah. That's like yeah, 90% of Reddit. Yeah. Uh, so this is in his own words. He said, within the past year, my girlfriend moved in with me into my home in an affluent neighborhood. For the past few years, the neighbors and I have seen a growing amount of people come to our neighborhood for Halloween. This has caused a lot of people to turn off for Halloween, which you think would get the crowd to lessen, but it keeps growing. I was openly annoyed with this leading up to Halloween, and my girlfriend would condemn me for it every time I brought it up because, quote, Halloween's all about sharing. She said she said it shouldn't matter whether the kids are from the neighborhood or not. Also, also, how do you know? Like, what kind of busybody are you that you know? I mean, unless this is, I mean, I'm going to be frank here, unless this is a race thing or the people don't look like the people that are complaining, then I don't understand how you would know. He said they live on like a border state like Wisconsin, not Wisconsin, Minneapolis, but or, or Minnesota. But he lives in a place that had different plates. Like the neighborhood, like the plates were from the other neighboring states. Again, just to be paying attention to the license plates of the cars of the people that are trick-or-treating. Like, I just don't... Oh, trust me. I am on your side with this one. Yeah. This is awful. People called him the Halloween Scrooge. Yeah. Um, So he said, not surprisingly, this year at both entrances entrances to the neighborhoods, cars line the streets, some with out-of-state plates. Am I the... For getting annoyed with parents who truck carloads full of kids yes. to a neighborhood they don't live in. You absolutely are the butthole. Uh, there are thousands and thousands of comments. All saying, yes, you are the butthole. 
Like, yep, sorry about your privilege. Um, yeah. If you're doing well enough to live in an affluent neighborhood, if you can certainly afford a few bags of candy for the kids from the bad neighborhoods. If you're questioning the children coming to your house for candy, you are a butthole. Yeah. And so <laughs> Forever this, and always. This person hypothetically put out there like, sorry, kids, we live in an apartment complex that doesn't allow trick-or-treating, so you're never going to be able to experience a cherished American tradition. <laughs> like, I lived in apartments when my daughter was young, and we did have to. Oh, yeah. There I, when I was a kid, there were times when we lived in an apartment, and like, you just go into the neighborhood, because guess what? Apartments are in neighborhoods. We have them in our neighborhood. Yeah. Hi. Now I now look. I'm calling this guy a butthole. I turn my light off and don't hand out candy, <laughs> okay. mostly because I'm usually not home until after the kids are, you know, mm-hmm. halfway through trick or treating. That makes sense. Yeah. And also, I'm just an introvert, and I don't want to go to my front door. Oh. I hide. I have to hide. I shut the blinds because I don't want them thinking that. I don't want them bothering. Bothering you? No, no, no. Not bothering me. Bothering even stopping, right? Like, I just want them to know, like, that house is, that's where the old lady lives. She's not handing anything out. I think more and more. Except for sourdough. You have a little sample of sourdough. (laughs) Put that in your... That would be fun. Yeah. Would you like to sample my sourdough and my homemade preserves? (laughs) Oh, God. Well, what do you think? I mean, other what do than I think I no, think I've been clear. I'm well. No, I'm I'm asking the listeners out there. Do you think this guy's a bad guy? And where did yeah. you go trick or treating? Well, I was going to say kid? you asked the question before we went to break. Where did you guys go trick or treating as a kid? So where did you go as a kid? That's what we want to know. I went to. We only had eight houses on our street because it was like a weird. It used to be a drag strip, and it was just you know a drag strip. Mm-hmm. An old school drag strip where they would drag race cars. And then it's like super wide and then a developer. Anyway, it's it's a weird street. It only has eight houses. So, okay. yeah, we would go into Ozark and my mom well, would sure. drive around. Yeah. And People go to the mall now. They do yeah. that trunk or treat thing. Yeah. So go to parking lots. I just wanted to know in this day and age where people go trick or treating. I, I will say it's alive and well. I'm surprised because I feel like there was a period where trick or treating kind of like disappeared. Not disappeared, maybe, but. And I guess it depends on where you are, but I will say, having lived in the city for now almost 30 years, it feels like it's ebbed and flowed or waned and waxed. Mm-hmm. And now I think we're back to a period where people, I see a lot more people in and around the neighborhood on, That's good. on Halloween. Oh, it's totally good because it means that like people love their neighborhood and want to be true. out and about. Right, right. Um, we all, we, I lived in a small uh I would not quite call it a small, it was a small town. I mean, you know, uh, and we had like a subdivision. Mm-hmm. And so all my friends and I, we would just go throughout the subdivision and with our pillow cases. Right. And just rack up that candy. It would get ransack so the neighborhood. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I'm glad that people are still doing it just because in my neighborhood, there aren't a lot of houses that have their lights on, you know? Really? So, in Woodbury? And, and Yeah. Um, I don't know my particular neighborhood. It's I just not a thought, like people would be giving out like the big Costco candy bars. Well, it's Woodbury. not. Um, my neighborhood has a lot of older adults without children. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Not a lot of kids in our neighborhood. But anyway, I'll have my light on.
You give out candy? Uh-huh. And what do you give out? MC well, we'll buy big bags of it and then like we're left with like five hundred pieces of candy. Yeah. I'm like, don't buy so much this time. But we're always afraid we won't have enough. Like maybe yeah, that would be a suck. surge. Yeah, I would be the same way. If yeah. I handed out candy and I've threatened to do it for years, but I don't. I would I would have way too much. Uh, and you are the one who criticized Colleen Lindstrom on the oh, show yeah. for oh, years. Oh, we used to do this all the time. She'd pencils. be like, well, you don't give out anything. And I'm like, yeah, that's still better than giving out pencils. <laughs> G- like literally giving away nothing, turning your light out and hiding in the dark. Better than giving out pencils. I will say, because you're not offering her. false hope. I don't like a pencil, but I had for years this little little uh, plastic finger puppet that was this little monster and it had yeah. a bunch of eyes and, and arms yeah. and I got that in my trick-or-treat bag and I loved it. Oh. Used to, you know, put it in my cat's face. And Where go, is it ah. now? Probably in a garbage <gasps> landfill that oh will be gosh. there for 10,000 years. Mike, you said there's someone on the phone. <laughs> yes, we got Bridget on the line. <laughs> hey, Bridget, where'd you go trick-or-treating, honey? Like uh, east side of St. Paul. What'd you say? East side of St. Paul. East side of St. Paul. <laughs> Yeah. Was that and your neighborhood? Yeah, that it was great. Yeah. But I lived I lived on a border town and I'll tell you as a it wasn't people from the other side of the the other state, uh-huh. but it would be people from the rural areas that would come in and park and then go trick or treating. Sometimes I would spend money on twenty bags of candy and still run out. Oh, oh wow. My gosh. Well that's very it was, it, it was very expensive. Yeah. And yeah. I finally, at 20 bags, I finally said, that's it. Yeah. Like, I'm done. I don't yeah. blame you. anymore. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I loved Halloween. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you're just a really good person. The fact that you would get 20 bags of candy, I mean, I don't think most people I, would probably go that. I left and go to go to the store to get more. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Then you just start emptying drawers and handing out like pennies. <laughs> Here, here's some yeah. hot cocoa Ketchup mix. packets. <laughs> oh. well, we could have gotten away with it back then. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I, I'm not saying I don't like understand. I'm sure it, it gets to be a lot if there's like people like lined up. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure that happens. Oh yeah. But it's just like, well, okay, then just don't do it. Yeah. If it's That's too what much. people told this guy. Like, right? uh, then just turn off your light. Why are you getting all beclamped over it? Yeah. Like, just, okay, why are you on here asking if you're a jerk? Obviously, you are. Yeah. I mean, everybody said you're and a like, jerk. And, like, there are reasons to be a jerk in your life sometimes, right? Like, you just plant your feet and say, I'm just going to be a jerk because this is important to me. Mm-hmm. Candy on Halloween with children? Well, That's you got it. The underlying status? thing here is well, really about well, like, I have more money than you do yeah. and you need to get out of my neighborhood or yeah. race. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's yeah. what the underlying thing is, which is gross. These are kids. Stop it. Yeah. Do better. Happy Halloween. Mike, how was you? <laughs> how, how was you? How was you childhood and trick or treating? <laughs> my childhood was great. No, we, uh, I was in a small town, 800. What did you guys people. do? Uh, the whole town. Yeah. I mean, it was in two hours we could cover pretty much uh, the majority Everything. of the town. So, yeah, we just walked around the entire town. And uh, had and you knew scanners. the people that didn't have their lights there on. Was... You're like, well, that's the Anderson family. Okay, yeah, we jumped past theirs. <laughs> but then three blocks away was also the dentist's house. And that's where we just skipped because they were always giving away either floss. pencils or floss is always their go-to. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised oh. they didn't end up getting teepee. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, because that's just a recipe for 
juvenile vigilanteism. <laughs> exactly. All right, Mike. Uh. <laughs> thank you, Dawn. Thank you for ask, getting us into the Halloween spirit. Uh-huh. We will continue that as we head towards the high holy day of Halloween. When we come back, you know, Jamie Lynn has been getting some crap lately. That's Brittany's sister. We're going to talk about it when we come back right here. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. All right, it's all Brittany today. Well, we've talked about other things, but her book came out today, so there's lots to talk about. Bradley has listened to the first hour on Audible, and uh, I think you have some opinions on Michelle Williams reading it and all that kind of good stuff. <laughs> That's Britney Spears in her own voice, of course. Yeah. That is not what she sounds like in the audible retelling of her book. Why? Because, well, she doesn't narrate her audiobook, The Woman and Me. However, Michelle Williams does. And in fact, bonus, I, I did get really titillated and surprised when I downloaded The Woman and Me this morning and clicked play. Brittany reads the prologue, mm. which admittedly is really short, but they did get her to read that anyway. Okay. Um, I do want you to hear Michelle Williams, though, giving a little, uh, a tiny little excerpt reading as Britney Spears, The Woman in Me. When it came to dancing and singing and acrobatics, I couldn't get enough. At career day in elementary school, I said I was going to be a lawyer. But neighbors and teachers started to say that I was Broadway bound. And eventually I embraced my identity as the little entertainer. Okay, so that's just a tiny sliver. And you can see she's not doing an impression or anything. Like she's not Mm -mm. doing sexy baby or, you know, like trying to sound like Britney, I think. But I will say, as you listen to Michelle Williams narrate The Woman in Me, she kind of has some like, there's something very similar to Britney's voice in a way, or at least not, not distractingly different. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know if you could quite hear it there, but I will say, I honestly, it makes me believe Michelle Williams was actually the right choice for the casting of the audiobook. And because um, that's no small thing, right? Like, I was very critical. Like, this is not going to be as fun if Britney's not reading it. I almost think Michelle is great as a sort of neutral kind of Britney voice. I bet that she just couldn't, as an actress, get away from the fact that she felt like she was playing a role and she wanted to get into the heart and feelings of these words. And so I'm sure that that helps. And, you know, I'm assuming you wouldn't be able to read her words without doing that. Well, and I have to I have to believe that you don't ask Michelle Williams to do something if it's not acting. Mm -hmm. Like you don't hire Michelle. Like Michelle Williams probably makes a mean cheesecake. Don't know. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, people are going to hire her because she. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She's an actress. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine to read Britney's book, you know, they could have chosen a very successful audio book reader, right? Like that's a thing. That's yeah. a career. Michelle Williams, I don't know if she's done a lot of uh, audiobooks before this, but like I think the choice was very specific in wanting an actress who could do some sort of inhabiting of Britney yeah. with her voice in a way that the typical, not that an audiobook narrator doesn't do that, but like I think it was probably a very specific thing to want to have a, a known actress do mm. it. And she's doing a great job. It's not distracting at all. It's no. not annoying. I mean, there are some books that I've read where, I'm sorry that I've listened to and it just doesn't fit, you know? Oh yeah. It's, I will say I have actually returned audiobooks before because yeah. of the narrator. Right. And that's such listen. a shame, yeah. but yeah, it's just like, Oh, I don't know if this is the right choice, especially if you have like a, a sequel to a book and it's a different voice. That's oh. the one I, that happened uh, this last year with me where I'm like, I just can't listen to this one. I just, I can't do this voice. Now, in The Woman and Me, all sorts of topics, and we haven't, I have not gotten to the point where she talks about Janie Lynn yet, other than just acknowledging that her younger sister is alive and in the world, Mm -hmm. right? But she hasn't talked about her fraught relationship, although she has been a constant uh, topic of conversation Mm -hmm. uh, because, frankly, she gets hated on online a lot. Trolls love to hate on Janie Lynn, or on Janie Lynn, Janie Lynn Spears, the younger sister of Britney. Yeah. And she wrote a book and people were like, oh, nobody's buying this book. And it's not to say that I think Janie Lynn isn't probably has some culpability in the conservatorship hoo-ha, like taking advantage of Britney's conservatorship. It's just to say, I think like you got to give this everyone in this family, save perhaps her dad, some grace. Um, Maybe her mom, too. But I just think the kids in this family I would want to have some space for them. Yeah, I think you're being very kind. How you so? know, I, I don't know what at what age we're talking here, but um, you know, they grow up in an environment where they're treating as, as an adult, and I think there's some maturity there, especially in the later years. You know, when she's writing the book, and and I I've seen excerpts where you know whenever she was locked away or there was some intervention that tried to they tried to do and she wasn't with it or she was just Brittany. asking yes jamie lynn like what's going on why why are you going along with this and jamie lynn's response was just give in just give in to it yeah like just do it you know and even if the <laughs> i don't know but you know the guidance of her parents are that's ultimately helped shape who she is i just think that Janie lynn was probably also um traumatized in this family yeah, dynamic absolutely you know and i just think giving her space to tell her own story and letting this be the story you know this is the moment for britney to have her story mm-hmm. and not getting caught up and you know there'll be time to deal with everyone else in the family yeah i'm just interested in hearing you know what britney has to say and, and we'll continue are. to do that yeah. here on the show. You'll probably be done by tomorrow. You never, I don't <laughs> think so. But uh, we'll be back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Donna on my talk 107.1.
The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. We're going to take a break from Brittany for a second and check in with Tori Spelling. You know, for a minute, I forgot we were doing Tori Spelling, which I'm so excited to tell you about. But I was also like, oh, we have to talk about Krim. And then I was going to sing Krim Criminy, Krim Criminy, Krim Krim Crim. And then I realized we're not doing that. And so I'm just singing my song for giggles now says we have to talk about tori the whole time we have to well let's see how far we get here's the thing tori was living in a van down by the river kind (laughs) of right remember how she was in a fancy camper yeah by the beach rv that was like a hundred thousand yeah ridiculous right but she was like you know she was just like totally hanging out glamping with her kids we thought she doesn't have they were at you know like at uh Budget motel. Yeah, what was that? Because all about? they well, because remember they had. Uh, I almost said like bed bugs, but that's France. Um, France. Do you hear that story about Paris? They got no. bed bugs everywhere in Paris. Like people are freaking out on the trains. <gasps> they find they're finding bed bugs everywhere in Paris. I don't like this. I know. I don't. Either. Okay. Uh, but not bed bugs. No. Remember they had mold in their house. They had Tori mold spelling. in their house. Yes. So then they were in a budget motel, and then they were in a glamp glamper down by the river <laughs> and then yeah. uh all of a sudden she disappeared and then she was in the hospital it, it's been a mess yeah here's the exclusive from daily mail tori spelling ditches vagabond lifestyle and has been renting an exquisitely furnished eighteen thousand dollar a month woodland hills home excuse me tori spelling after glamping in a van down by the river, is now in an $18,000 a month rental home with her five children. She um, was spotted. Now, remember, this is outside the home because we saw her. Remember, there was a horrible, like, guy with a gun. No. What? You brought us that story. I did. Okay. Didn't you? Maybe, yeah. Am I? Yeah. So no, the I'm guy sure with I the did. gun just... and she was outside the home. Okay. She was outside the home sitting on the, like sitting in oh, front of the, the home. Oh, the neighbor. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that happened and we didn't know what the home was that she was living in, but we had questions. Well, the Daily Mail now has the details and they've also got pictures of this. A single story. Also, I've got questions about this home because I was looking at this rental home in Woodland Hills. Mm-hmm. It is a 3,300 square foot, three be- four bedroom, three bath with an additional guest house and a bath. And there's like a pool and everything. But when you look at this house, you're going to be like, that costs $18,000 a month. That's mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. right? It do- I mean, it looks like a very nice home in any neighborhood in Minnesota. Yeah, it's California. Yeah, but it's, it's so my point is like, it's just location, location, location. Mm-hmm. However, um, so it's it's a home. She's living in the home. It's a rental home. Can I ask a question? She left her home. Why? Because there was mildew. Do you know that that was not her home? It was a rental home. It was a rental. And she's suing them. Can we revisit this? Why are you... Why is that an issue? Like, why are you in a rental home? Like, just leave the rental home. Right. Well, she wants damages okay, and great. medical because of the mold that her kids... That you don't know. She, like, I'm not saying don't do all that stuff, but like, it, this is not that big a deal. Tori Spelling, if you can afford $18,000 a month to rent a home in Woodland Hills, why didn't she just go buy a house for her family? Oh, 
Good question. My question is, like, I have a question. I'm saying there's all these, there are all these narratives out there about her being like home, not homeless, right? because that that she doesn't have a home and her kids are like living in a camper because of all this mold. If you can afford to live in an $18,000 a month rental, why isn't she going out and buying a home? I My point is, I think this is just all because it breeds headlines, which gets attention, which hopefully will lead to a reality show. You said you had a question. No, my question is, why did she stay in the motel if she can afford an yeah. $18,000 exactly. a month? Maybe she can't get a loan for a home. Maybe that's with her income. It's just not like maybe, maybe she know. can't just walk just, in on her name alone and go, hi, I'm Tori Spelling. Will you give me a But why did she do any of the budget million? motels and the glamping if she can afford an $18,000 a month rental? That's a good question. It made it. What I'm saying is the way this was all portrayed in the media was like they, she was forced out of her home because of mold. It's a rental. Go get another rental. Yeah. Oh, like you are a privileged human with with, you know. I, yeah. And I just most recently just recently found out that it was a rental. I didn't know it was a rental either. But but that's my point is like, can we just restate the obvious here? Mm -hmm. This was a complete manufactured journey we all went on. (laughs) Oh, you mean the glamping and the the glamping and the budget motel and all of that? Oh, for sure. She knows people are taking pictures of her. Maybe she thought it was good for her court case. Meanwhile, just like to also remind you, who did we see last week? Her husband. What was he doing? He was applying for um, public assistance, or allegedly, he was in the welfare. He was with office. a woman who he works in a nonprofit with, who allegedly was holding, or not allegedly, he was holding hands with her in line at the quote, her. welfare office, which you know. So they're trying to paint this story that he's broke down on his luck, mm-hmm. but with a new woman. Let's just sit with that. That does not seem possible <sighs> at all. Like, if he was down on his luck, what woman... You know what I'm saying? This like, is just all... Who wants to be with Dean like, McDermott Will you come hang out with money? me at the... Uh, and there's no shame in being on public assistance. It's not that. I'm just saying they're using that to get attention. Oh, for sure. Him showing up and standing in that line... And chatting with people. ...is attention-seeking behavior. It could be a His part- wife has $18,000 a month. To put their family up in. I think that he wants some alimony out of this or he's trying to look like it's all about what happens in court. He's trying to maybe look like he needs money. There's no court anything. uh, They haven't filed for divorce. They haven't? No. They want us to think that they're divorced. Okay. Well, he's he's kissing somebody else. No, no. I'm not saying they're not even getting separated, but that doesn't mean that they're filing for like people. uh, My point is they're just assuming. There aren't any papers. There's nothing. I think this is just all for show. Oh, it's just so confusing. It's like what? I mean, it's sort sort of like it reminds me of um, Krim. Kim Zolciak and Croy. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like you're crying for like, you know, like the world is falling down around you. Also, because of your own doing, I would just like to remind you, your financial problems are your own doing, mm-hmm. Kim and Croy. I feel like I'm being very just like, I'm I'm tired of them taking us for a ride because this is literally <laughs> the same story a different day. It is. Totally. It is. Five kids. I mean, it's almost maybe they're the same person. They have money and resources and family and support. I mean, remember part of the Tory spelling thing was that 
her um, realtor friend, Kathy Hill, or not Kathy, um, Kathy Spelling's friend was like, stay in one of my mansions. And they said, no. I mean, why would you turn down a free million dollar mansion? Yeah. You wouldn't. No. If you were really in dire straits. Because she wanted attention. She wanted people to, I mean, if she makes money off of, you know, social media and getting attention for her skincare line, if that's how she's making money, then she does need attention. It does make sense financially for her to stay in the headlines. What I love about this, though, is that, like, they're staying in the headlines without owning or acknowledging anything. Like, we're all telling this story because that's what the tabloids are telling us. At yeah. any moment, Tori Spelling could walk through that door and be like, how dare you say all of these things you don't know? And I'd be like... But the only reason we're saying these things, honey, is because you're showing up in front of a camera. You want us to talk about it. So tell us the truth. I would love, honey. We said this last week. Like, I would love for her to do the show so I could watch the eight episodes and know what's going on, or at least what she wants me to think, and then be done with it and move on (laughs) to a season of another (laughs) show. Dragging us along when we don't know anything. Give us the damn show already. Well, the blind items were saying a while ago that they're just shopping. They're actually just shopping. Shopping around for a network to pick them up for a yeah, reality show. I could show. see that. The so they're trying company. to create controversy so they seem interesting. So call their bluff. Do it. Paramount, what you got going on? Peacock? Yeah. Apple? They're not Apple, but yeah. I would say Peacock. Freebie? Freebie? Freebie. Freebie. Oh, yeah, that's the Amazon Prime. Or, the right? free one. Tubi? Yeah. Tubi Booby? Tubby. Tubby. <laughs> I don't know. I'd watch I just... it. I'd also watch the heck out of the Krim one. I mean, those two, my God. She's, she literally, the ma- what? You guys. Okay, tell me about that. Well, no, you were here for it. I'm just saying, like, the audience may not remember. Yesterday, we find out that Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman, who have literally called the police on each other multiple times in the last two months. At what did they five. do yesterday? They went to the airport Together for her vaginal rejuvenation. SpawnCon. Wow. Or SpanCan. Chutzpah. Yeah. I mean, why is he going along? If they hate each other so much. So what do you think it is? Um, I think that this is a real indication that a lot of this stuff is fake. But why would you go to the extent of calling the police? That's when, as the police... This would be very difficult because you have to show up if somebody is claiming there's some domestic violence or they feel threatened. But are these false reports? Well, I was going to say, if they did this out of publicity seeking behavior, this is so somebody needs thirsty. to like they need to get charged. That's what I'm for saying. Using resources, which makes me believe it is true. And they're really that dysfunctional. OK. I mean, how do you convince someone to and his beard, Mike? I just want to let you know that we <laughs> got to bring you into this. Yeah. Mike, Google, Mike, 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 Google the beard. Croy Bierman, Kim Zolciak airport and look at like recent images. Okay. You're just going to, you're probably going to be, I mean, you're gonna have I've already opinion. said about the beard, but it seems like a fake beard. Like, I don't know if he was trying to be in disguise or if that is the beard that he has now grown suddenly. Oh, wow. Yeah. What is that? That's a that's a beard. He has How chameleon did, beard. You're a beard guy. How long does it take to grow that beard? That beard? I don't know. It just depends. I've never seen him with a beard. That's the weird part. That's so well, like, exactly. And Mike, we that, have missed these photos because I was googling yesterday, mm-hmm. and those photos have been around for a couple weeks now that he's wow. been growing that beard out. 
And it's a chameleon beard because in different lighting, it changes colors. Because mm-hmm. I thought he was like putting shoe polish on that beard. Right. And then I found you other don't photos. Think he is? I feel like he is. I feel like he is too. But if you yeah. find, there are other photos of it being red, like oh. Eric the Red from like sure. the Viking era. Yep. yep. Well, could... beards are different colors. You know, you're a guy. You know that you have all no, different shades it changes, in your gray. It, it, it changes based on the in lighting. Your gray in your beard. <laughs> yeah, he seems very blonde on the top or more blonde on the top but that is a very red dark red beard yeah for sure but then in other photos he looks like uh, like shoe polish magician man yeah, yeah we feel like it's a little nicholas cage could be dyed i think so for sure i mean we shouldn't just be focusing the big story is he's going to her vaginal not, rejuvenation it's not oh. his his beard it's her beard <laughs> yes. to be fair i did find an old picture of him where he doesn't have the full beard like he's got now but he's right? just got kind of the and it's red. little more f- and it's very red oh so yeah he's a red that's head. what i'm saying like but it that, just looks like it also has a little a white beard it also it's, has a little white in there too though so he definitely dyed that to make it more red it's it, hyper color it yeah looks it changes based weird. on his mood yeah <laughs> it looks a little bit too much like a fake beard when yes. it's not i will say the photos that i saw of them at the airport it looks very much like steve patterson's beard before he decided to get rid of it. Sure. It was looking a little ZZ Top Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just right. seems like it would be longer to grow that beard. When we come back, we are not playing Spin the Beard. We're playing Spin the Roulette know? Wheel. Well, spin if we be- are, Mike. <laughs> please make that a game. Please. <laughs> please. Celebrity Beard. Be about- <laughs> Is this about a beard or somebody masking their true relationship identity? <laughs> we'll find out when we come back right here on My Talk One. Keyword awareness. Hey, my talkers, it's Bradley for my good friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Now through December 5th, buy more and save more with huge rebates on Hunter Douglas Silhouette and Pirouette and PowerView Automation. Purchase one to five Silhouette or Pirouette with PowerView Automation, get a $50 per unit rebate. Purchase six to 10, get a $75 per unit rebate. And if you purchase 11 or more, get a $100 per unit rebate. Rebates can include a mix of Silhouette and Pirouette with PowerView Automation. Limitations and restrictions apply. Ask for details and don't forget that select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades still qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200 through the end of the year. Exclusions and restrictions apply here too. Visit littleblindspotmn.com today for more information and to schedule your free in-home consultation. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot, we're big on service. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. If you missed any of the show, you can always go back and listen to it in a podcast. Just search for The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn anywhere you get your podcast. Now, it is that time where we get to play a game with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Wrap up the show by spinning in my game show roulette wheel wherever it stops. That is the game we are playing today. There goes the wheel, and let's see where it stops for today's game show roulette. Oh, card sharks. 
It is card sharks. Oh, we haven't oh, done oh, card sharks. Well, no, 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 you're, you're fine. No, you're fine. Don't worry about okay. it. Here, I'm, I'm changing things up a little bit. So we're gonna play card sharks. I recently had somebody tell me that the most fun part about card sharks is the overall par- point where we talk about different over under questions and Ooh. go through them like that. Okay. Um, that's more fun than literally you guys Somebody's yelling out cards you notes. when. Yeah, they are, and I appreciate those. Okay. And uh, it's called self scouting. I, I was kind of listening back, and I'm like, <laughs> does the listener really benefit from oh, us you looking at cards? Notes. Yes. Oh, it's um, so what I'm going to do, though, is we're just going to go back and forth and do the before and after questions of Card Sharks. I love okay. It. So we're not going to actually go through and do the cards. That seems uh, unnecessary. This should be fun and more fun for the listeners, especially oh, with see. the questions that I've picked out. Are you two ready? Yes. yes Very queen. simple. We've kind of done versions of this game before, but I'm going to read a question to one of you. You're going to set the line, as, as I say, kind of uh, your guess, and then the other will say, is it over or under? Oh, All right. Just okay, like the, the question portion of Card Sharks. So that's what we're playing here today. Let's get it started with this first one. Let me flip a coin here. It's Tuesday. That means, uh, Bradley, you call it. Heads or tails? Heads! It is heads. Do you want to go first or second? I would like to go second, Bob. Second. All right. That means, uh, Don, you are going to set our first line. Here we go with question number one. And there's a chance you might know the exact answer. Oh. If that's the case and your opponent thinks you, <laughs> that you're exactly right, um, there's only one example where you're probably going to get that in this one. Nope. Um, they can say you're exactly right and you'll both get a point. So Okay. We'll start with this one. According to the United Nations, how many countries are in Asia right now? Oh, okay. Asia. How many countries are there okay, in Asia see. right now? Again, you're just setting the line. Your best guess, Don. Okay. Go ahead and say it out loud when you think you got one. Mm, 23. 23. Bradley, now you will say, do you think there's over 23 countries in Asia or under? Wow. Uh, I bet that there are... Oh, God. Lower. You think it's lower than 23? Is it lower than 23? Uh, nope. First point goes to Dawn. Good job. How, How many? many? 48. Oh, wow. Gosh. That's yes. a lot. I was trying to do some countries mm-hmm. in my head. Yeah, I no, know. I stopped. Not very successful. <laughs> All right, Bradley, we go over to you here for question number two. We'll see how many we get through uh, today. Okay. Uh, how many people watched last year's Super Bowl? Are this you is, of course, the right Nielsen now? rating estimate, okay. so the number's a little fluid, but um, okay. we I have a number set here. So, Bradley, how many people watched last year's Super Bowl? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Well, just um, guess what you think. How many you think? How many viewers there were for last year's Super Bowl? Nielsen ratings. 300,000. 300,000. Don, do you think it's higher or lower than 300,000? Oh, it's higher. A little bit, you think? Yeah, like it's millions. Uh, absolutely. Oh, um, yeah. It's that one, many people like sports. It's yeah. one hundred and thirteen million to be Whoa! exact. One hundred and thirteen million. The correct answer. So I at first thought he meant millions. I thought so. Oh yeah, I'm not. Yeah, or that, millions. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Okay. Other people do. Couple of them. I know. 113 million Good of them. them. Good for them. Good for them. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> Bless their heart. Don, you're going to set the line here for this next one. This That'll one's be perfect. This one's fun. How many bathrooms are there in the White House? Oh, okay. How many bathrooms do you think there are in the White House? Mm-hmm. And we're playing card charts today, the over under questions. Uh, not stalls, but actual bathrooms. Actual bathrooms. <laughs> okay. Rooms say, that okay. are known How as about lots of 60? gigantic. 60 bathrooms okay. in the White House. What? Bradley, 
There's lower. You think it's lower yeah, than 60? By far. Is it lower than 60? It is lower than 60. What do you think? You seem confident. It's probably less than, but I'm going to say 12. It's 35. Oh, okay. So it wasn't a horrible Split guess. The difference. Yeah. yeah. So uh, one point there for Bradley. After three questions, it's a two-one lead for Don. Let's go to the next one. About two thousand. This is going to be Bradley setting the line here. Yeah. This is a percentage question. About two thousand pumpkin carving knife injuries occur per year. Two thousand. Two thousand. Around two thousand people cut themselves trying to carve a pumpkin each year. Okay. What percentage of those happen this week? The week leading up to Halloween. Oh gosh! I last week say, leading up to Halloween, I would say out of darn 2, near 000, most. Uh, what percentage? I'm gonna say, like, who's doing a pumpkin in you know, the other time of the year? Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven is his guess. You think it's higher or lower than eighty-seven, Don? I think it's higher. You think it's higher than eighty-seven? If it's higher than eighty-seven, you can take a big lead. If it is lower than eighty-seven, it's a two-two lead or a two-two score at this point. Is it higher than eighty-seven? It is not. Uh, you guys are on the right track. For the month of October, it's eighty-seven. Oh, oh, For, oh but a lot of people, that. a lot of people carve their pumpkin maybe before this week. So eighty-seven it. of those in, a percent happens in the, in the month. month. Eleven still happen. Eleven percent still happen in November. And uh, this week, it's 46%, so considerably lower. Oh, oh I see. Okay. okay, so like if you include the whole If you're going to do something yeah. that labor-intensive, you're going to do it before the week of. Exactly. Gotcha. All right, we've got two more quick ones to get through here, and it's a 2-2 game. Actually, we'll have to do Choo-choo. either one. Or this might be the last one. We'll see how this one goes. Uh, and this is going to be uh, uh, Dawn now setting the line. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Tell me, in feet, how tall... <laughs> Is the Empire State Building? Oh my oh god! Now my we are going god. to the tippity what? top. We're going tippity top. We're oh. going not just floors. Like the antenna. We're going to the antenna. <laughs> All the way up to where King Kong went. Exactly. He was holding on to that uh, pole there up there, and uh, yeah, how how tall was that? How many and this feet? is going to be our final question to determine oh, our winner today. Oh, no. oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I literally have no idea. Okay. I have this very low number in my head. I think it's way too low. Well, we need a, you need you to set a line. Okay. Um. Let me, oh, I can. Okay. As a skydiver, I know what it looks like yeah. to look down, mm-hmm. and I know what six thousand feet looks like. I know what a thousand feet looks like. Um. I'm gonna say again the three thousand feet. Three thousand feet. How tall is the Empire State Building in feet? We're going to the tippy d top, the top of the pole. You say three thousand. Yeah. All right, Bradley. Is it higher or lower than 3,000? I think it's lower. You think it's lower? Yeah. What would your guess be? Oh, God. I don't know. Let's see. A <laughs> you foot, were thinking that I'm six time. foot tall, so it's probably about 50 of me. 50, that'd be 3,000. That'd be 3,000. <laughs> 20. 2,000. That'd be 300, actually, but 2,000, all right. Uh, You said lower than 3,000. If it's it's lower than 3,000, Bradley's our winner today. If it's higher than 3,000, it's going to Dawn. Is it lower than 3,000? It is 1,454, the correct answer. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I just thought about what that would look like if it was 3,000 feet tall. It would be a tall building. Yeah. I'm a winner.
Awesome. I won, and I'm going to take my winnings and go shopping. Did I get, get actual money today? Yeah. You oh, didn't. Did? Sorry. Okay, I'll take that uh, money. I got a couple bucks. Did you pay tax on it? No, probably not. Okay. We won't tell anyone. It's all cash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike. I'm glad I'm not involved. I'm glad to have you back behind <laughs> the roulette you. wheel. Thanks for that game. We missed it yesterday. Dawn, go get your copy of The Woman and Me.